Get ready for your daily dose of table tennis techniques, tactics, and training ideas that will help take your game to the next level. You're listening to the Ask a Table Tennis Coach podcast, hosted by Ben Larkum of ExpertTableTennis.com. This is episode 56 of the Ask a Table Tennis Coach podcast. My name is Ben Larkum and today's question comes from Glenn. Glenn asks, As a former tennis player, I'm used to using my left hand, I'm right-handed, to rotate and reposition the paddle face from a forehand to a backhand and a backhand to a forehand. I actually just realised I was doing it because it's so ingrained in me from the tennis. I'm sure that works when hitting back and forth with your wife, but I'm now trying to upgrade my game and play better in competition. So the question is, what is the best way to reposition your paddle face, especially when going from counter-hitting heavy topspin forehand to heavy topspin backhand? Is it that easy to just rotate your wrist? Even when I try to exclude my left hand, I tend to want to slide the handle in my hand into the proper hitting position. Right, so that one came from Glenn. Really good question, and it's something that I see coming up a lot with tennis players that transition to table tennis. And I know that a lot of players, a lot of tennis players, do get into table tennis, or they play it a bit recreationally, um, and they want to take it a bit more seriously. I always find it really easy to spot the tennis players because, just like you say, Glenn, they keep touching the end of the bat with their free hand. It's just a just a habit that they've picked up. So most of the time, they don't even realise that they're doing it. Um, but they just do. So I can always spot a tennis player when they keep kind of using their their non-playing hand to touch the racket. Now, I'm no expert when it comes to tennis, but I believe that when you're playing forehand, backhand shots in tennis, you do have quite a big grip change. So you kind of shift the the racket around in your hand for those shots. Um, And you've also got quite a lot of time in tennis, so you can just use your free hand to help you get it into the right position or whatever. Now, in table tennis, that's not the same. If you look at most of the top table tennis players they're going to have little to no change in their grip to you know whatever shot they're doing it's basically going to be the same and if they do have a have a small grip change it's just going to be a a tiny little thing maybe they change the movement of the placement of a finger or they move the thumb up on 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 the rubber for the backhand side but that's going to be it so there's no need to be rotating the handle around in your hand at all you don't need your other hand to do it you don't need to do it full stop now If you do want to become a good table tennis player, as I say, yeah, you you can't be changing your grip. The reason being, there's just not enough time. So you need to, the main thing you're going to need to do, Glenn, is just spend a bit of time finding a good grip that works for you, something that's neutral between forehand and backhand and and allows you to be quite relaxed and loose. Um, And yeah, and then just work to kind of perfect that and get used to playing with that. It's going to feel weird at first. This is what I always say to people when they've got kind of an unorthodox grip. Trying to get into a neutral grip um, is going to feel weird. You're going to feel like uh, it's making you play worse or you haven't got any control over the over the bat. Um, but, you know, over time, that's going to go. It's going to get easier. So just stick with it and, and you know, it's going to help you in the long term. Now, once you've sorted out the grip, um, yeah, you're completely right, Glenn. What, what, what you need to do is instead of keeping your your arm the same, and changing the angle of of your grip, so shifting the racket around in your hand, what you need to do is you need to keep your grip the same, and you need to be changing and moving the angle of your arm, twisting it over. So like in your example, you're talking about kind of going from heavy topspin, forehand and backhand. Um, When you're going to loop those balls, you're going to be hitting the top of the ball. 
So you're not going to be hitting the back of the ball. If you're playing a really good heavy heavy topspin loop, you're going to be hitting close to the top of the ball. So as you go from forehand to backhand, or you transition across, you have to go from having your palm facing down for the forehand to having your palm facing up for the backhand. That's a really huge rotation, uh, not just of the wrist, but really of, of the whole forearm. You've got to really twist it over. There are like scientific terms for this this kind of rotation, this twist of the forearm. I've written a blog post about it before, but I can't remember them now off the top of my head. But that's something that you can actually go and practice without the ball, with just practice that transition. Um, I'm going to make a quick video about it at some point, but it's really important that you that you learn to get that right so that you go from being palm down for the forehand and you transition to palm up for the backhand and that you can do it quickly and just be shifting up, down, up, down as you as you transition from one to the other. So yeah, definitely go away and practice that. Um, give that new kind of neutral grip a bit of time to to get going, but that's going to help you in the long term. Um, yeah, and then you just need your hand to be to be getting used to doing those quick switchovers for um, for the backhand and the forehand. It's great that you notice that you're doing these things. You're aware of it um, now. It's it's going to annoy you every time you do it. You're going to be like, oh, why why am I doing that again? Um, but you can use that to kind of change the behavior over time. So just stick with it, Glenn, and it's all going to come together. Now, this podcast is sponsored by TableTennisUniversity.com. Uh, if you don't want to go it alone with your table tennis and you want to get some help from real elite level coaches that know what they're talking about, then what you can do is you can go and sign up at TableTennisUniversity.com and you'll start receiving video coaching today, right away. There's a couple of free courses on there you can go and join. So it's not going to cost you a penny. Um, they've got premium courses as well, but that's totally up to you whether you want those or not. So head head on over to TableTennisUniversity.com. You can join as a free member and start getting access to some really great quality video coaching immediately. If you're listening to this and you've got a question for me, all you need to do is go to experttabletennis.com forward slash ask and you can submit your question on there, just filling your name, your email address and your question. Every episode of the show so far has been, um, you know, has been started by someone submitting one of those questions. And if I don't get questions, then the podcast is going to end. So please go to um, experttablesinners.com forward slash ask, submit a question. And if I haven't answered it before, I'll answer it on a future episode of the show. That's all for today. I'm going to be back tomorrow and we're going to be talking about the corkscrew, the corkscrew spin serve. Bit of a tongue twister, but if you don't know what that is, you'll find out tomorrow. That's all for today. I will see you tomorrow.